I decided <laughs> to like wear a ponytail. And you know how that can go either good or bad. You either look bald. <laughs> yeah. And yes. I looked bald. I looked bald. And I wore it, but it's just a bad day. It's okay. Nothing's perfect. It's just oh, I actually day. saw an amazing quote all about this that I'm going to say. Ready? Okay. Start small yeah. where you are with what you have. Wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, wait. Start small where you are. <laughs> start small where you are with. Start small with what you have. Okay, why? Start small with what you okay, have. Why was I saying that? I'm such an idiot. Start small. You were adding in like five no, words. No, but those words are there. Okay, maybe just the influencer typed it out weird, but start small with what you have. And don't be surprised if your greatest struggles reveal or remind you of your deepest why. Oh, I like mm-hmm. that. I screenshot it literally an hour ago. Everybody, what's up? Welcome to episode two of Walk Talks with Lauren. And Kira. Episode two, <laughs> we did it. We made it past episode one. Um, seriously, thank you all so much for the love and support on the first episode. We were definitely not expecting it, but all of the messages were greatly yes. appreciated, and we're really excited that you I'm guys like are excited. overwhelmed with emotion. I really didn't expect that, but um, if you guys want to check out our Instagram at Walk Talks Pod and give us a follow, we promise we'll start posting soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a lot all at once for us. <laughs> yes, it is. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're, we're, you know, we're juggling that post-grad life. Okay, we're trying. This is just our side gig. But Kara, how was your weekend? Yeah. What did you do? We haven't talked since last week, so. That's true. Um, my weekend was amazing. I went to Hoboken and New York City to visit my friend Jacqueline. And I know what you're going to ask next is, did you drink so during the weekend? I've got two things for you. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> if you guys have followed Kara for a while and we're friends with her in high school, she's notorious for like literally going to Ocean City and being on the beach, but then putting the location as Bora Bora. <laughs> so when I woke up, <laughs> okay, I did that once and no one will let me live it down. <laughs> well, when I woke up Saturday morning and saw that you were at, at a sunrise soul cycle type class and you had New York, New York, I'm like, oh yeah, no way. Like I should text her. Like, is she actually in New York? And I saw you you kept oh. posting throughout the day. I'm like, oh, okay. Kara's actually in New York. I grew out I grew out of that phase. Are you sure? I don't <laughs> Finally. believe you. I don't I believe you. <laughs> you never know these days though. Social media is wild. Social media is wild. But yeah, this is the question. You were were you yes. actually able to travel and take a little mini vacation without a sip of alcohol. Yes. And first, if no one has seen my blog, I have a blog on why I gave up drinking. Or if you guys don't follow my blog, I'm challenging myself to not drink in 2021. um, Because I just want to enjoy life a little extra and just be 110% present just because I have a lot of things going on and this year. And we'll definitely year. dig into, no shame against- like, what, you know, how that all came about. Yeah. And so this was my very first weekend, like, going away to hang out with friends during this challenge that I'm trying to do. And at first, it was hard. Like, driving up on Friday after work when you're 
finally done. You're like, oh, I just want a glass of wine. And then I got there and it was fun. And my friend Jacqueline like had a plan and we did Soul Cycle in the morning and woke up early. And it was more of a like matcha lattes and avocado toast and long walks type of weekend, which I Okay, loved. so like your friends weren't um, like partying super hard either. Okay. No. And I think that's a big factor is that Jacqueline was super like on board with it and like she she's one of my friends that will wake up early with me go Mm -hmm. work out like eat healthy do that kind of stuff so I think that is a big key thing to this weekend is you need friends that are gonna support you in this and not just be like oh come on have a drink but I'm not gonna lie when we were in the city I would have given my left arm to you know go to a rooftop and drink a mimosa but come Sunday I was super super happy that I, I mean, that's seriously Definitely a big deal. Like, I remember we went to Colorado. The first thing I, like, literally one, the one day when you went snowboarding, Shannon and I and um, Brittany just went around the town and drank all day. But, like, that's oh, the idea to me of, like, a fun vacation. That's what I want to do when I go on a trip like that. So when I saw you were in New York, my first thought was, oh, why even go if you're not want to drink, which is horrible and terrible. Yeah. And that kind of <laughs> attitude needs to get out of here. There's no room for that in 2021. But I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I think you just need to find. I think for us, we would definitely do Soul Cycle, And then we'd be like, all right, bottomless. Oh, for sure. But I think when you just find, you know, more healthy things. Oh, and another big thing that I realized doing this is come Sunday, I didn't like feel gross and hate myself and think, oh, it's got to get back on track for Monday, you know, from like eating so much and drinking so much, you know, I felt like healthier. You're already on track. After yeah, it's like you're, you're yeah. nothing changed at all. And I, I feel you too, just because of my work schedule, I'm not obviously going out and partying Friday, Saturday night or Sunday, fun day. So, but it's also weird because like my Saturdays aren't actually Saturday in my world. So, but yeah. it does feel nice waking up and like on a Monday morning and not being like, oh, I feel horrible. I'm bloated. I feel disgusting. I ate terrible. It's like, it's just like any other day. Yeah. And I think it takes the stress out of the weekend on Fridays because the old me would be like, oh no, I'm drinking all weekend. Let me make sure I eat super healthy Friday and skip lunch so that I can save calories. For oh dinner, yeah. Like oh yeah. Like My that. Friday. So I think it minimal. takes that out. We're like a small, yes, sa- exactly. small like, side <laughs> salad. So right when we got to happy hour, <laughs> the drinks were flowing. Yeah. And you know, when you drink on a Saturday and then you wake up Sunday and it's like you have all the stress from Sunday scaries or whatever oh, and you're oh hungover and it's the worst it's feeling. You don't have that no. anymore either. So it was just awesome. It was a really quality I'm weekend. I'm so glad. I'm so weekend. glad that, that, you know, gives should give you hope for the rest of the year. But in case you guys haven't already realized, Today's episode is going to be all about alcohol. Drinking! (laughs) (laughs) The good, the bad, everything we're going to get all into. The ugly. Yes, the ugly, the very, very ugly. I think think we should start with the ugly. And um, Lauren, I'm going to ask you, what is the worst moment you've had with alcohol that you wish you could take back? So this part for me, I feel like is so hard because I have a couple moments that really stand out, but the worst moments, it's like my brain almost has blocked them out because I don't want to believe that they actually happened. But (laughs) one that immediately comes to my mind, it was my sophomore year summer of college. So going into junior year, um, you know, you're, I've already been through, you know, two years of college, you're out partying with your friends, all that. And 
coming back home to live at home for the summer is a huge transition. And I was finally getting to that point where it's like I could go out and drink a lot with my friends because all of our friends' parents were, you know, they weren't 21. They were cool with it because we had safe rides home, whatnot. Like it was just becoming a more normal thing. Like you're in college now, you drink. So here, I don't think you were there. I think it was just Lauren Watts, me, Jeffrey Ryan, and maybe Dylan. But we were on Jeffrey's dad's boat. And I really didn't plan on drinking a lot. Um, and we had a rent. That's oh, how it yeah. Lauren Watts' brother was coming to pick us up. So we had a, you know, a, a range ride home. Well, I swear we get off the boat after four hours. And like, I hardly remember getting into her brother's car. And he was obviously not drinking. He literally just came to pick us up. And we had like a half an hour car ride home. And that for me is what just does it in for me when I've been drinking and I get in the car and it's like, I'm 20 times drunker than I was. So I fell asleep in the car and this is where it's totally fuzzy and I don't remember a thing. I made the mistake of that morning asking my parents if we go get dinner after I've been on the boat all day. <laughs> so I thought it was just going to be a casual, fun, normal day. So yeah. my mom tells me I get home and I'm screaming throughout the house. Mom, dad, like just, you know, like, where are you guys? But I was screaming and was slurring my words. I eventually find my mom. She's outside playing with Gunner. Or maybe it was Rigo. I don't remember. See, it's foggy. My brain's foggy. Um, but I get my mom and I guess I said hi to my dad. And next thing I remember is I'm being woke. I'm, I'm, I felt I passed out on the couch. And both of my parents, they tell me this, are like looking at me like, Lauren, what? Lauren, like, wake up, like, screaming at me. Like, at this point, they're worried because they've never seen me blacked out before. But, you know, when you pass out, it's like you're hardly alive. So they told yeah. me I woke up and they were upset with me because they saw I was hammered and they had no idea how I got home. Like, they didn't think I was, I don't think they thought I was drinking like that that day, which I didn't think I was either. And I'm trying, all I kept saying to them was the parents were home. They were home. My dad's like punking. What is wrong with you? I'm like, the parents were, I'm like getting so mad at them, but I keep just saying the parents were home. I was trying to explain to them that Jeffrey's dad was on the boat with us too. So <laughs> I go to my room because I'm all frustrated, change my clothes, get in the car. And at this point I'm sobered up. Like I'm pretty, when I get in the car for dinner, silence. You still went to oh, dinner? Yeah. Silence. <laughs> Nobody is saying a word to me. Apparently, I asked three times in the car if Nicholas was joining us, and they told me no each time. So we got skippers, had a crab cake sandwich, um, did a lot better. But yeah, that's um, the first thing for me that comes to mind when thinking about blacking out and just doing all that in front of your family. Lovely, right? Oh, yeah. I do remember you telling right? me that. That was when I was like, yeah, I can't live at home anymore. That was um, rough. What about you, though, Kara? What's yeah. your worst story you'd say oh I think I might um, know my, <laughs> I mean I have a few but um, I mine was not with my parents actually oh. mine would be you were oh my gosh wait you were actually here for this mm. I totally forgot that you were present during this time it was the JMU playoff game in college oh, yeah. at night <laughs> and you had visited Jamie and my roommate Shannon and I had thought it would be a great idea to cut a hole in a stocking and put a bag of wine in it and do slap the stocking instead of slap Aww, the bag. So fun though. <laughs> but we we didn't we didn't share. So it was just <laughs> me 
and Shannon drinking a full bag of wine, but we obviously pre-gamed before that too, so it was just not a good, not a good mix. And next thing I know, it's like seven o'clock. We're rushing to get to the football game, arm in arm, <laughs> Shannon and I, and we trip or she falls. <laughs> I trip over her and slam into the concrete, break my nose. She breaks her chin. I'm screaming and crying. It looks like a murder scene. I wake up the next day not really remembering anything. All I see is blood all over my hands and my face. Oh. And the first thing I think is, oh, my God, did I get in a fist fight with Shannon? <gasps> and so I walk out to the kitchen at, like, 4 in the morning, and she has a bag of ice on her face. And this chick looked like an almond for a month oh because of her chin. Oh, my gosh. I remember this. Um, Oh, yeah, God. and I lost my sunglasses. I lost my gloves, and I just want to know who t- who steals someone's gloves off a drunk girl in like <laughs> that, twenty degrees weather. You never know, though. Like it's messed yeah, up. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, but I just remember texting my parents the next day of my swollen face, and they were both just like, "Seriously, girls, again." <laughs> I think, like, the the worst part about this is that when I used to get hammered, I would, like, FaceTime my mom, be texting her, and just saying really embarrassing stuff. And I wake up, and, yeah. like, my mom's my best friend. Like, we can tell our moms anything, but it's just that immediate regret. Like, why did I say that? Why was yeah, that necessary? It's the, it's the um, oh, anxiety hangover. Oh, my goodness. That wasn't something I started experiencing until last year. Really? Yeah, so pretty much, I think for me, like the my drinking got to the worst point, like w- after I graduated, because in college, you know, I played lacrosse for three years. So we were only drinking like once a week and that was our night to go hard. And then we had practice. I wasn't even like casually drinking. I wouldn't even like drink wine during the week. I think I started doing that more like my senior year, but it was um, the, after I graduated was when I was like hitting it my hardest and just like, it's like I was blacking out every single weekend huge key that we need to address as well not eating while you are drinking on purpose and thinking it's a great idea (laughs) like yeah I I think it took me until like last month to just finally sit myself down and say eat before you drink like and you know a bunch of people accidentally like oh yeah I forgot to eat before I drank no you and I like we were like okay we'll eat breakfast and we'll just have like eggs and fruit and then eat nothing the rest of the day no, Lauren, this is what you would do. When we lived in Atlanta, Lauren Hoffman would literally text me, hey, are you ready for bottomless mimosas or whatever? We were watching a football game or something at a bar today. And I'd be like, yeah. And she goes, okay, so I'm not going to eat breakfast, but let's order the hummus and veggies when we get there as our main <laughs> oh my meal. God. And I'd be like, okay, sounds perfect. And then I wake up the next day nauseous oh. and had no recollection. I remember that day specifically at the Ivy. And then we tried to Uber to Music Midtown the day of yes. it to try and find tickets for $100. Like, yeah, okay. And then we went to a restaurant, sat down, ordered drinks. And then we looked at each <laughs> other like, we don't want to be here. That was awful. And that wasn't the first time. You always do that. You'd be like, let's just order veggies and hummus. Oh and then God. no good. Will come. No. It would and you be wake awful. up next morning so, feeling 10 times worse and literally empty. <laughs> yeah. And then all you do is eat carbs the next day. So it's like, what was the point? Exactly. Normalize eating while drinking. You can still eat healthy yes. and lose weight and have something in your belly. And fun fact, if you order a burger before you're eating and you take off the bread, it does not count because you still will black out. <laughs> Eat the bread. It does Eat not the count. bread. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but another thing, I mean, yes, eating and drinking 
definitely something you need to do. I also found that I need to delete my Snapchat when I drink. Like, I think that is my biggest downfall. I've contemplated deleting the app every Thursday because I don't want to deal with it Friday, Saturday, Sunday of me being drunk with it because it's just like a blessing and a curse because you could be Snapchatting someone when you're drunk and then the next morning you don't know what you said. So that could be saving you from embarrassment, but it's also like you don't know what you said. Oh, so I just hate that I am like screaming in the background of every video. Yes. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> I have like a monotone oh. yell in every single Snapchat video. Oh, like here's another example. I got pretty hammered the date night before Thanksgiving with my boyfriend and his brothers, like this bar near their house. I was so mortified the next morning at half the pictures and videos that I took. Like, just so dumb and so embarrassing. I'm like, was I just trying to take pictures the whole time? Like, I know. I don't know, if, I don't know if you do this, but every single time I drink and I wake up the next morning, I immediately grab my phone and delete every single Snapchat. I don't even look at my story. I just Ooh. automatically delete every single thing I've seen. Yep, like, I, I don't even that. look at it. I feel that. And then seeing other people's snaps of you, too. Yeah. Ugh. Gosh. Ugh. Yeah. But you know what? It happens. <laughs> it happens to all of us. It's funny because I can see my friends Snapchat some days and I'm just like, oh yeah, they're drunk. <laughs> like, like literally this weekend on Snapchat, I, I, I went to a um, football or basketball game in Starkville, Mississippi State. And I literally put, I remember when my Snapchat story was full of me blacking out of brunch. Look at me now. Oh my gosh. Look at oh, how <laughs> times have changed. Oh gosh, but I but I will say, sorry, go ahead. I did go out this weekend. You went I out. I did. So it's weird. What? Even like I we get off work super late, but then we don't work till pretty late the next day. So I went out with a couple coworkers, this little like local bar, and it was actually a really good time. And I like it because I still had a blast, but didn't drink a lot. I ate dinner. I ate a normal meal throughout the day. It's like I'm finally hitting uh-huh. that point where I can actually go yes. out, drink, have fun, and not feel absolutely god-awful in the morning. I feel like I've finally found that happy medium. You're growing up. I am. <laughs> I am. No, I think it takes a lot of trial and error before finding that. And oh, it's not it's like... taking taken us like a year. I know I can... <laughs> I know I can speak for myself. I don't know about you, but it it wasn't like a one-time oh, I blacked out. I need to really reevaluate this. It was like multiple things until you finally realize, okay, I need yeah. to eat and drink. I need to not have eight vodka sodas. Well, and I want to give you even more props because like for me, I, I mean, I was in Atlanta. I was just still like drinking so much every single weekend. I mean, Atlanta is a city where like, how do you not do that? Um, and it took really me moving I stopped drinking during the week as much, but, you know, I was still hitting every weekend super hard. Um, And it literally took me moving here and not having a ton of friends and working every weekend to finally take a look back and be like, yeah, I was kind of living a toxic lifestyle in Atlanta. But for you, nothing really changed that much. Like, I was kind of forced into a new lifestyle, and I really appreciate it now, and I love it, and I'm really happy. But you literally made this choice completely on your own. Yeah. It was, yeah, I sometimes question why I even did it. It's so random. Like, it really just popped into my head on Thanksgiving Day. And then once I told people, it was kind of like, I can't turn back. I mean, you had talked about it for a little while, but I'm proud of you. You really think you're going to do it the whole entire year? 
Yes. That's going to be crazy. (laughs) I know. I just keep thinking, like, how fun it will be on New Year's Eve Oh, my gosh. You're going to be hammered on two shots. I know. That will be actually so crazy. I'm doing a little, like, sugar detox right now where I'm just trying not to eat, like, I guess I don't even know what you could process sugar. I don't know. I'm still eating like fruit and strawberries and stuff, but like no dessert, like chocolate, anything sort of like that. I feel like I've been on edge for like five days. Like I was fine the first week and a half. And these last five days have been really kicking my butt with it. So anyone who's listening, I would love if you guys joined me in this. My goal is to do it for about a month, but I think it I'll be at like four and a half, five weeks if I hold off until valentine's day and i'm not doing it to like swear or like some diet because i'm literally not going to lose any weight from doing this it's just to help get rid of like those sugar cravings and it helps a ton with inflammation i feel like i've got a really puffy face sometimes especially being on air i hate that um so (laughs) that's that's this isn't like a lose weight kind of deal it's just a detox Get rid of your cravings because our, which you guys, you will hear and meet this wonderful Gail eventually. But Gail, our old nutritionist, explained to me that the more sugar you eat, it creates these little like monsters in your belly that just keep craving, craving, craving more sugar. So it just, the more that you eat sugar, it just gets worse. The cravings and it's like, it's literally these little things in your stomach. Like it's not just your mind, it's your body truly needing sugar to like function and once you just cold turkey cut it off they start to die off and then it's kind of like starting fresh again yeah I can't wait for Gail to come on also weird that we have the same nutritionist but she's great she I I think she's really played Uh, a huge part in this whole you and I living such healthy lives you know I can't say that when we are seeing her we are living the healthiest life but no, but she also was the one that said that maybe we should just drink once a weekend. And 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 it was great. It was easy. Remember, we were having fun. We thought yeah. that was the, we were sleeping better. Uh-huh. I used to tell and her I used to tell Lauren her I, I could only poop if I drank alcohol. And she told me that's a problem. <laughs> we need to fix that. And I'm like, oh, I'll just have a glass of wine. No, I can't poop. I'll just have a glass of wine. She's like, no, it's something. No, we're not gonna do that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I remember you came to me and you said, yeah, I told Gail, I'll do whatever she wants as, lo- as long as she allows me unlimited vodka sodas whenever I want. <laughs> like, hmm, I don't think that's the best method. But no, okay. <laughs> it's truly not. And I really was such a big proponent, like, oh, you can, like, drink the same amount and still lose weight. Um, not really. Yeah. Not really. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're doing a no sugar detox because when I was in New York or New Jersey, Hoboken, whatever. Wait, also Cake Boss comment. Oh, that was actually so cool. Wait, have you did you Uh, watch that show a lot when you were little? Um, yes, I wanted to work there, but anyway, so when I was there, my friend was doing this like 30 day challenge called um plants of her process it's like this cookbook from this girl that's on instagram she's a vegan but she wasn't a vegan for like normal vegan reasons she was doing it to like fix her health and i was reading it and all of her problems and health issues were literally identical to mine so i'm like i have to do this and i am so obsessed with it oh yeah i already started today i literally bought a blender today (laughs) meal prep like i'm 
And everything, honestly, tastes so much better. Like, when you actually put effort into making something and you just know it's, like, good and fresh, like, it just so tastes better. So, vegan, you know? you're not eating, like, chicken or eggs? No meat, no – and nothing from an animal. Oh like, God, no animal Kara. products. So, mm-hmm. lots of smoothies. Lauren, you could so easily I just, do it. I'm such a big, like – you know, pro- I don't know. I really rely on chicken and eggs and like a meat. I love eating like a, like whether it's fish or like steak. I just love having like a or like a tur- like turkey at lunch. Like I plan literally my meal around yeah. that protein source that comes from an animal. You know. Yeah. I think and I can I'm, easily do everything else, saying, but I just you know. And this is only a thirty day thing. So That's like true. she was saying, just do it for thirty days, see how you feel, and then if you want, like add one thing back in or like add the salmon you like or something like that. Maybe because I, I feel like when there's this Yeah, the book sold out right now. So I literally took pictures of it. But, oh my God. Um, but I think there's a stigma around when you say, Oh, I'm gonna go vegan, then you like have to be a hundred percent vegan all the time. And people say stuff to and you think, and like make comments yes. and so I'm not being full vegan. I'm literally trying it for 30 days. And it's not for weight loss this time. It's literally for other just like healthy. Yeah, I feel things. like holistic. So more holistic. energy and mental clarity. Holistic. Yeah. Because huh. I think every other time I've tried to be a vegan or tried all of my 4 billion diets, it's been to lose weight. And so this is the different one because I'm doing it not for weight loss. I like it. So that's why it's going to work. I really like that. Might not be for me, but send me pictures of what you're eating. And stuff, and I'll, <laughs> I'll check it out. I will. I just stick to like the I main. I will I'll let you guys know in 30 days. Stuff. Yeah. Um, well, what you were saying um, about doing this vegan um, three-day cleanse, I guess you could call it maybe, part of it's for mental clarity. I think one of the biggest things that I have not missed, well, I don't miss anything about being hungover, but the biggest change for <laughs> me was the anxiety. Oh, yeah. And I've never, I, I didn't even know yeah. what that was, like, until maybe a year ago when I was drinking like I was in Atlanta. Like, I have, you know, all of us have a little bit of anxiety. But this was, like, a different sort of, like, Sunday night, the shakes. Like, it was absolutely miserable. Yeah, and it, it's not, like, a hangover that lasts till one. It, like, carries throughout the night. No, for me, it's, like, I would get these bad hangovers in the morning and then as the day went on. I was more and more anxious to the point where I couldn't sleep Sunday nights. Yeah. I don't even know how to – I wonder, like, what the um, – there's got to be something behind it. Like, the way your brain chemicals or something. Like, there has to be, like, a scientific reason. But what's crazy is that we do it to ourselves. That's what blows my mind is that we know – very well that on Friday night we're drinking a whole bottle of wine knowing that we're not going to feel well the next day it just doesn't make sense to me mm-hmm. exactly we literally do it to ourselves and that's I think the most pathetic thing about it mm-hmm. but I will say okay there is a lot of bad and ugly that comes with drinking and everything but there is also good things There's like so I think good. Wow, we've been I have really so negative. Many good... Not really negative, but yeah, we yeah, really, I want really positivity honed now. in. We really honed in on, on everyone. How terrible. But <laughs> I have so many good memories with like my families and friends where like, you know, you're just at dinner drinking wine or you were like at a bar watching a football game with all your friends. Like I've had so many good memories, like traveling with alcohol that I think alcohol made it more fun yes, like I think such... it can make life more fun in certain situations exactly and you know 
I hate the people that are like, oh, you can only have fun like with alcohol. But like that's it's okay sometimes. Yeah, drinking socially with family it brings people together. It it helps create new friendships. Like when you're too shy to talk to somebody, and then you guys end up becoming best friends. Yes, it makes everyone let like just let loose. When you go on a date, like no one wants to be sitting there. 100% 100% sober because you just be nervous the whole time. Exactly. You need a little Which I did go on I did go on a date once and he did not order a drink and I did order a drink. Don't do that. That was weird. Really? But the fact that you drank and he didn't. Yes, I just felt like that's another thing. It's just weird when like the other people don't drink. Yeah, it kind of yeah, it's like are you judging me or what? Yeah. Hmm. No, but there's a lot of good that comes from it too. And I think it's just important. Like, I wish I would have listened to something like this when we were going through like our Atlanta bender, just because I would have loved to hear someone's as they're saying this out loud and share their experiences and being like, huh, that kind of sounds like me. Cause in the moment, like my parents were definitely concerned, like, whoa, like you're drinking a lot. They never got on me about it, but I could tell they didn't like it. And I could tell it worried them. And I just wish like, I kind of would have, I in that moment, I was like, oh, I don't have a problem. Like, I'm fine. I didn't have, like, a legitimate problem. But there there were some underlying issues there that um, needed to be addressed. And <laughs> now they're addressed. But <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just, like, this age, like, early 20s. It's just do the transition from college to now. It's kind of like you have to be a little bit more of an adult. So you can't be, like, dancing on tables and taking shots for nuts anymore yeah really awkward a little bit more mature about (laughs) what did you do that last night no thank goodness not doing that kind of stuff in the sips quite yet I'm a public figure here I can't be doing that I know you're a celebrity I'm trying to be (laughs) but I think it's also really fun that we're kind of opposites right now like me giving it up I think it gives like two good perspectives and I mean I have a tendency to be such an I feel like I can be an alcohol bully sometimes like take this shot get a drink with me like I get kind of mad if someone's not drinking as much as I am like and we're out you know but it's getting better and that's why I was so that's why I was so surprised that you were the first one that messaged me when I said I was gonna not drink you're like wait really okay see I'm trying to take over a new lead yeah, that's, I think, the biggest thing you need if you are going to try to do something like this. You need to hang out with people that, not to get deep or anything, but you need to hang out with people that are going to make you, push you to be the best version that you want to exactly. be. And for me, that would be giving up drinking this year. And so the people that push me, I want to hang out with. And that doesn't mean, like, do I agree with what Kara's doing? Absolutely not. I don't agree with it <laughs> at all. I'm not going to sit here and most, act like I Most do. people around me don't. But I don't even think my mom agrees. I'm sit there and be like, Kara, that is so amazing. Good for you. Because I know if I still, well, not that, I don't even know when I'm going to see you in person next, Kara. But I know you'd still be a good time to hang out with. Yes, and that's what I want is I don't want people to think they can't drink around me because I want, I am a fun, sober person. You are. You are. Like, I will DD people I will still have fun and hang out with drunk people I think it'll honestly be fun so it's not like I'm taking this year to just live in a black hole and like not do anything you're a lot stronger than me because I wouldn't do half those things that you said but that's okay that's (laughs) where we are literally so different (laughs) but I I fully support what you're doing I'm so happy for you I encourage anyone who feels the need to do so to do it as well and join you and if you're more like me but you still feel like you need a detox start with like 
two weeks. Go two weeks without. Yeah, because even though I am doing this challenge this year, Lauren and I, we love our vodka sodas just as much as the next girl. So you're not alone if you've had like a few bad experiences. Everyone has been there. Everyone has had the anxiety hangovers and wondered how the heck did I get to bed? Did I use my legs last night? All that stuff. So you can still you just leave the hangovers and the anxiety in 2020. Still have fun. If you want, take a little detox. If not, just still go crazy, whatever. But just know that everyone goes let's through Let's just it. leave. Yeah, let's try and just leave all the bad alcohol stuff in 2020. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Wow. Look at us. Just inspiring. I never thought we'd be uh, talking about... <sighs> Neither, neither <laughs> did I anyone who knows me probably thinks I'm just full of it right now but like <laughs> moving to Mississippi has really just opened up a new I guess I view alcohol in such a different way yeah and I still get so excited to drink and go out it's just I guess I appreciate it more because I don't get to do it as much like Jake comes in town this weekend and we're gonna do a Sunday fun day like the bottomless mimosa the whole big shebang and I'm so excited, yeah, and the, but I already know Monday is just not going to be great. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I think, again, with the delayed gratification, the less you do it, the more you'll appreciate it when you are drinking, like the more fun you can have and relax because. But you said, not, like, you said delayed gratification. Yeah. Meaning. Like, like, say you wanted to drink wine tonight. What is today? Monday. I think but, so. But you're drinking on Saturday with Jake. So you're like, no, I'm not going to drink now because I want to wait and have fun on Saturday. Okay. I like it. And so that feeling of like is being... just so much better than, okay. Yeah. Okay. So like for me, not drinking this weekend on Sunday, I was finally like, oh, I'm so grateful I did that. Even though it was delayed by three days. Okay. I like that. I still can't believe you so went yeah. to New York city all the, all weekend and didn't drink. I'm so proud of you. I know. I'm proud of myself. That's, that's such a big feat. Okay, well, I think that wraps up our alcohol talk for the day. It does. I think we were, you know, we went a little all over the place. <laughs> but I hope but, this kind of, if you're in a similar spot, I hope it makes you feel better. Or maybe it opens your eyes a little bit to what you need to do. But yeah, for thanks sure. for listening. Enjoy your walk. Yep. Yeah, we'll catch you next time on your walk talks. Yeah.